welcome to the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Lyon, and I want to thank you for joining me as we explore the world of small grains production and research at Washington State University. We have weekly discussions with researchers from WSU and the USDA ARS to provide you with insights into the latest research on wheat and barley production. If you enjoy the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast, do us a favor and subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. And leave us a review while you're there so others can find the show too. My guests today are Kevin Murphy and Graham Lilly. Kevin is the barley and alternative crop breeder in the Department of Crop and Soil Sciences. His barley breeding program focuses on the development of spring barley varieties in the food, feed, and malt market classes. Today he will be talking about his malt barley breeding program and his barley variety, Lion, which is now being grown, malted, and brewed in the Palouse. Graham is a microbiologist and the owner of Hungadunga Brewing Company in Moscow, Idaho. Hello, Kevin. Hi, Drew. Hello, Graham. Hi, Drew. So, Kevin, let's start with you. What is the current state of malt barley breeding at WSU? Okay, Drew, our, our malt barley program is our number one priority amongst all market classes of barley. And as a result, we have a new barley variety called Lion, which we can talk about more a little bit later. Um, but we also have five or six um, advanced breeding lines that have been in the WSU variety testing program for the last two to three years. And we're very excited about those. Those have a lot of new characteristics, in particular flavor, um, and then other great malting characteristics too, as well as good agronomic characteristics. So if they do well again in 2018, we're on track to release one or perhaps two more new malting bar malting barley varieties for the Palouse. Okay, and malting barley is kind of a new focus because it's we've been kind of feed barley, haven't we, in the past? And Washington State is 90% feed barley, and when I started about seven, eight years ago, we didn't have a malt barley breeding program, so we had to start again from scratch. Okay. And so we we do focus on malt barley because of the price premium that growers can get or receive for growing malt barley, and also because of the the large scale interest in micro brews and micro malting that we have in Washington State. There might be one or two people interested in beer in the state. There might be. Okay. What can you tell us about the agronomic characteristics of lion barley? I like to think that lion barley is named after me, but of course, I know that's not true. Well, what can you tell us about this variety? The Lion 2.0 will name after you. <laughs> okay, that's a deal. <laughs> but uh, this variety is named after Steve Lyon, who is, uh, who is a long-term technician at Washington State and is in Steve Jones's program in Western Washington now. And so we Lion Barley is a progeny of a cross we made uh, 10 years ago or so between Baroness Barley and Spalding. Baroness is a European variety that has been malted and brewed locally, and Spalding is a North Idaho variety that does really well under rain-fed conditions. And many growers have grown Baroness, so they know it well. And, and so Lion takes the characteristics of both of those and combines them in a really nice way to create a new flavor that we've never had before. And also it yields quite well in comparison to Copeland, for example. Copeland is our number one barley variety in Washington state. And Lion yields about 400 pounds more per acre consistently over five years than Copeland. So uh, anywhere intermediate high rainfall zone, Lion does extremely well, both for growers and, and maltsters and brewers. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, and one more thing, we do focus on many malt characteristics, but the Brewers Association several years ago put together a survey um, and they found that flavor was the number one characteristics that brewers wanted breeders to focus on. And so that's why we're really concentrating on developing new flavors in our new barley varieties. Okay, so these different varieties all have a little different flavor characteristic. Then. Yes, and you'll have to try them soon. Okay, well that brings us to Graham. Um, maybe you could tell us a little bit about what you do at Hungadunga Brewery in Moscow, Idaho, and then we'll talk a little bit about how you use lion in your in your process there. Yeah, so we opened about um, two years ago, and uh, we, you know, I. Um, develop and come up with all the recipes that we use. And um, the lion barley was something, kind of a new opportunity that we hadn't had previously, um, working with a, not only a new variety of malt, but also one that was grown locally and malted locally. And so that was something that we were really interested in. And the flavor effects that the lion is giving our oatmeal pale ale is, is really interesting and, and much better than you know, the typical two-rower two pale malt that, that Kevin was talking about, the, the Copeland. It's, it's a lot more complex and, and a richer mouthfeel and a fuller body than, than you'd find in your typical pale malt. Okay, that creates a question in my mind. How do you know this? Do, they, do you get a sample sent to you, or do you, how, how do you know whether, whether a barley variety is something you want to work with or not? Yeah, so it was really fortunate. Um, some friends of ours actually contacted me, a fellow that I've known for a long time, and, and gave me a pretty good-sized sample of it, so we were able to do some testing. And actually, we had Copeland and Lion sent to us, malted by the same um, people, um, Palouse Malt up in Spokane. And so we were able to take that and kind of test that and see what it was going to do. We really had no idea. And the result was was actually much better than I think anyone had thought. And it led us mm-hmm. to think, you know, what other types of malt could be developed up here and, and could be grown that we could use. Okay. So you're, you like to experiment. What, uh, why is it important for you as a as a small microbrewer to experiment with different barleys? And- yeah. So like Kevin's saying, we're way more interested in flavor than we are yield. I mean, we could get, uh, we could use just your standard two row and get, you know, fermentable sugar if that's all we wanted, but we're looking for complexity and depth of flavor and, and character mouthfeel and the finished product so that, um, uh, it, it, it's interesting to see what sorts of things might be developed in the future that we can add to, to various beers to elicit certain types of flavor. You know, we're using, this lion in our oatmeal pale, which is a very light beer, um, but it's still really rich in character, and we lightly hop it, but the malt is really sort of the show, or the star of the show, and um, it'd be very interesting to see what sorts of things could be developed in the future and bred to, to give different flavors for other types of beer, or even even this variety of beer, for instance. Um, so it, it's pretty exciting to see what we might be able to experiment with in the future. I don't know whether this question is for one or both of you, but how do you, how do the two of you interact? How does a, a brewer in, interact with a breeder and vice versa? How, how is that connection made and, and what kind of information do you share back and forth with one another to come up with something that's satisfying for both of you? Part of my job, Drew, is spending a lot of time at the bar stools of different breweries, <laughs> and so I, that's how I interact quite a bit with uh, Graham oh, at Hungadunga. And actually, no, it's just that discussion that really does help. And we had, Graham was part of a, our barley field day we did last year where we started out in the field and then had the local maltsters, Link Malt up in 
in Spokane and Mainstem Malt in Walla Walla, they both spoke to all the uh, all the folks in attendance, and then and then we ended up at uh, Hungadunga and Moscow Brewing Company, and and Graham gave a great tour, and that's really what kind of kicked off this relationship, and and so the maltsters provided Graham with some malt, and and we just went from there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's it's really neat to be able to give the researchers just sort of the finished product side and, you know, show them kind of what their work is, is resulting in the finished product. You know, they're spending their time in their labs and doing the breeding and the growing. And it's, it's really cool to be able to, you know, I was a researcher in microbiology for a long time. So it's really nice to be able to kind of bring the two sides together and say, here, this is what your, your work is, has done. Okay. And do you have connections with particular growers? How do you interact with growers on the malting barley side? Yeah. So I have um, just some friends up in the Washington State Grand Commission who've sort of facilitated that, but I don't know too many of the growers Okay. Um, as of yet. But working with Kevin and, and this has kind of really sort of um, grown that awareness and that relationship. So I'm hoping to maybe have more of that in the future. Okay. I know it's a growing industry. There seems to be more and more micro-brews popping up all over the place, and uh, it's very good for those who who enjoy beer. There's a lot of uh, variety out there. Yeah. And so I, I, I look forward to this relationship continuing, and thank you all for your time. Thanks. Great. Thanks for joining us and listening to the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app so you never miss an episode. And leave us a review while you're there. If you have questions for us that you'd like to hear addressed on future episodes, please email me at drew.lyon at wsu.edu. You can find us online at smallgrains.wsu.edu. You can also reach out on Facebook and Twitter at WSU Small Grains. The WSU Wheat Beat Podcast is a production of Connors Communications in the College of Agricultural, Human, and Natural Resource Sciences at Washington State University. I'm Drew Lyon. We'll see you next week.